How about that? It's showtime. Welcome to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan, coming to you live right here from the sports book in beautiful Las Vegas. This is the South Point Casino. It's the best in the land. It's going to be packed all weekend. You got to come down and watch a game here. You got to come down and place a bet. It's, it's the most fun I've ever had in a sports book. Uh, thank you for watching the show. The drive for 600 subscribers is close, right? We're getting close. Uh, we're at like 585 or something. So please share with friends. What? 595. 590. Oh my God. We're up even higher. All right. Well, please continue to share the show. I know you guys are probably going to want to share this show because tonight we have a fellow Pittsburgher on the show tonight. When is the show an evening show? Maybe I'm assuming people are watching on, on YouTube later. Uh, today, uh, star of Mike and Molly, currently the CBS hit show, Bob Hartside Abishola. And uh, yeah, fellow Pittsburgher Billy Gardella is going to be here. So we're very excited. We're going to get Billy in here in about eight minutes. And also later in the studio live will be Alex White with her Farley Parlay, which she will be doing with Ryan and I. So far, we're undefeated. Uh, today is Friday, November 10th, 2023, and it's our 25th show. Uh, it's our Arkansas show, Ryan. Did you realize that? Arkansas was the 25th state of the union. And get this, Arkansas is hosting Auburn, Auburn this weekend. And you know what the spread is? 2.5. 25th oh. show, 2.5. Is that the current line on Arkansas? It was 2.5 last night when I looked, so that's pretty wild. Uh, let's talk nailed it or failed it real quick. We, we even have a graphic in the screens now. So nailed it or failed it's when we talk about the bets we've made and uh, how we did the night before. Uh, some of you might be wondering how I did on the uh, Miami of Ohio bet the other night. Uh, Chris Andrews is in the studio, too. We'll have Chris on in the set because he's a big Gardell fan. He wants to be here for this. He's the director of the sports book. He goes, Frank, you know, you can bet unders once in a while. So here's what happened. Alex was on the show earlier this week. She gave... Uh, Ohio University under. Am I right? She gave the so I went into the app and I bet the under. And the next day it's not posting, and I'm like, "What did I do wrong?" I'm like, "The under was it wasn't even close." I had bet Miami of Ohio under, yeah. And they played last night. They played Akron, and guess what? Final score nineteen nothing. I nailed it. There it is. Green graphic right there. I nailed it. I bet an under, Chris Andrews, and I won. But it's because Alex told me. <laughs> But it was a surprise when I looked at the app. I was like, oh, South Point app. Hey, guess what? Got $10. You won two bets. I won two bets. Yes, I won another bet because, Ryan, um, we bet last night, if you were watching the show yesterday, we made a bet on DJ Moore, your beloved DJ Moore, and your beloved Chicago Bears. Bear down, baby. Bear down. They won. They did. Let's settle down, though. They beat Carolina. It's not that. Green Bay sucks. Green Bay, Green Bay sucks, and we'll get to that later, trust me, because they're playing my Steelers and Billy Steelers and Chris's Steelers, and uh, I like them a lot this weekend. So we made a bet. Right, I've won. Have I won just one or two? This is the this second is, bet. This is your second. Second bet yep. I've won. If DJ Moore scored a touchdown, I was going to eat peas and ketchup. The reason being, Josh O, he was on yesterday. We were talking about weird eating combinations because you had to eat the banana with the Miracle Whip or the uh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. What am I? Mayonnaise. <laughs> By the way, that's from Officer and a Gentleman. Remember Lou Gossett Jr. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Don't you do it. I got nowhere else to go. I worked in an Officer and a Gentleman. He won the Academy Award for that, Lou Gossett Jr. But he called him Mayonnaise. His name was Zach Mayo. Anyway, I digress. But anyway, we're back. So anyway, we're talking about weird food combinations. And Josh Showey said when he was a kid, he would drench peas in ketchup because he hated peas so much. His grandmother would make him eat his vegetables. He'd drench them in ketchup. But how Pittsburgh was it that he used Heinz ketchup? So we figured Josh grew up in Pittsburgh. You know, hey. So we made the bet. If DJ Moore scores a touchdown, I have to eat peas drenched in ketchup. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you have to do it, which would be two days in a row where you'd have to eat something weird. Yeah. But guess what? I brought a can of peas, ladies and gentlemen. Here they are. Went to the store, Del Monte peas. But guess what? Oh, look. We don't have a can opener. 
<laughs> we're a sports book, ladies and gentlemen. We're a sports entertainment show. No one has. I, by the way, I feel like I feel like I feel like you could find one, Ryan, if you had to. I don't know, but anyway, so he is He's saved for the sharp. day, and we figured we're going to make this like our, our show mascot. Lucky canopies. Lucky canopies, because we're going to hit our parlay, and then we get a Del Monte sponsorship, maybe, right? Because we yeah. can show this every. So Del Monte, you're our sponsor. Come out and help us out. But uh, I feel like I could open it with a pen. If I was yeah, Jay Pritchett, Ed O'Neill's character on Modern Family, he uh, he ran away when he was a kid and he met a hobo. And he taught him how to open a can of peas with a bird's beak. So if there's any birds in the studio, or I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like I could puncture this, but we're going to make it our lucky can of peas. That's what we do here. We do weird bets. But anyway, congratulations to me. I finally beat you on a football bet. Yeah, congratulations a football to bet. you. All right, so uh, let's move on to fast takes. We've got a cool graphic. Who wants to do the sound effect today? Ryan? Sure. Okay, here it comes. It's rolling in. Frank's fast takes. Frank's fast takes. We only got a few because we're going to bring our guest in any second now. I want to talk about Jim Everett, former Rams quarterback, also played for the Saints. Uh, Jim Rome has tweeted this. This has been going around a lot. Everyone thinks the NFL scripted. It's not, even though the NFL has embraced it by doing that campaign of commercials where they say that everything's scripted and, you know, they have Mahomes and Jalen Rose. Very funny commercials. But Jim Everett put this up, this tweet yesterday, and it's the Super Bowl logo. And, of course, we here love the Super Bowl logo because it's in Vegas. Super Bowl will be here in Las Vegas. I think it's February 10th or something like that or third, whatever it is. So here, here's what everyone's saying. If you look at the logo from two years ago, the colors were the Bengals and Rams. So does the NFL know? And then last year, it was the Eagles and Chiefs. And there you go. You had, you had like a green-red thing going. So this year, everyone's going up, oh, purple and red. Are we looking at a rematch here of the Super Bowl uh, between the, the Niners and the Ravens? And right now, go out. what's that? The lights are going to go out. The lights are going to go out. Exactly. Harbaugh versus Harbaugh. One of them probably be out of a job by the time the Super Bowl <laughs> rolls around. Uh, but anyway, I, you know what? We're Josh Dobbs fans here. Why can't that be something else? Why can't that be the Minnesota Vikings, possibly? Maybe Josh Vikings Dobbs goes Chiefs. on a miracle run. Boom. There's the purple team. And who's forgetting about the Kansas City Chiefs? Why is it the Ravens? I don't know. Well, I mean, what if Ravens and then maybe the Bucks? Sneak in. It could the be South, the Buccaneers, the Bucks or Falcons. That division's a mess, so it could happen. Yeah. But by the way, we just mentioned Jim Everett, Sunday. who I interviewed on the former podcast I used to do. Great guy. And of course, when you talk Jim Everett, you got to roll the clip. You got to show the Jim Rome clip. I don't know if you know the context of this, but Jim Rome, still a hugely successful sportscaster, used to call Jim Everett Chris Everett because he said he wasn't a great player. He was kind of a so he didn't want to be called Chris Everett. You probably won't say it. And Jim Everett wasn't going to take this anymore. Chris, what? <laughs> It got him <laughs> Yeah. Jim Rome learned his lesson. So what I found out from Jim Everett was when he was on this podcast I did, he said that a, a major hamburger chain wanted the two of them to do a commercial, you know, 25 years later to embrace that. And Jim Rome wouldn't do it. He goes, he goes, Jim Everett's like, we were going to raise a lot of money for charity. And he wouldn't tell us the, the chain. And then off camera, I asked him, he said, Jack in the box. So anyway, they didn't do it. It's Carl's Jr. Jack. All right, and what his name is, Chris. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Andrews from the Sp He's our sportsbook uh, director here at the South Point. He's also from Pittsburgh. I mean, he's wearing a Steelers shirt, and he's wearing a Berg hat. So, uh, in I honor think, of Billy. In honor I had of Billy Gardell. Yeah, I know. I, We're going to bring yeah. Billy in here in about 30 seconds. I want to say this real quick. A lot of live comments, a lot of emails, a lot of stuff uh, coming at me about the deer that we showed on Monday. Now, we talked about Santa's reindeers are getting, reindeers getting ready for training, and we showed this clip of a deer jumping into a pickup truck. It was like 30 feet. It was ridiculous. There's a deer update. All right, roll the story. I'll talk over it. So apparently there's the deer. Okay, 
Now we've been like this kid's playing basketball and the deer, everyone's like, oh, is the deer okay? Look at the height on that. So he dented the hell out of that Chevrolet Silverado. By the way, Silverado Steakhouse here at the South Point, best steak I've ever had. So apparently, look at the dent it put in the truck. So if you saw there was an SUV pulling up to the driveway, they were there to buy the truck. It was for sale. Yeah. So the SUV pulls up and is like, uh, you didn't say anything about a dent. And the kid's like, a deer just jumped into it. <laughs> Literally and just it. happened. It just happened. Like, as you're pulling up, the deer dented the truck. So they didn't buy it. They showed him the video on the ring cam. They knocked a thousand bucks, a thousand bucks off oh, the price of the truck. Man. The guy took the truck and then they were flooded after the video went viral. They were flooded with requests to buy the truck because everyone's like, it's a famous truck. I want to buy it. So whoever bought it for a thousand bucks off could probably resell it for twice as much now because it's a famous truck. It's unbelievable. All right, so listen, speaking of reindeer, speaking of Santa Claus and Christmas, this gentleman is in a, a Christmas classic. It's Bad Santa. A lot of people forget he was a security guard in Bad Santa. This guy, I, I met him uh, a long time ago at the Ice House. He's also from Pittsburgh. He is, uh, he's a legend. He's the star of Mike and Molly, which uh, Ryan's going to have a question about. You can catch him now on CBS and Bob Hart's Abishola. But Bad Santa, he was a security guard. And I also want to talk about Lucky, which was the most underrated FX show ever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Billy Gardell to the show. Billy! Yeah, Billy. What's up, my brother? How are you, Frank? Hey, man, I'm great. You look spectacular. That hat, the glasses, look at you. I went from a young Gleason to an old Paul Newman. <laughs> you know what? With those, those are fast Eddie Felsen glasses from the color of money. And you even got the signature. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. Well, listen, I first have to point out, Billy, thank you for being on the show. Uh, we this took a couple weeks to do. And Chris Andrews here, the director of the sports book in South Point, uh, wants to say hello. He's a massive fan. And, and one of our producers has a picture. So, Chris, say hi to Billy. Well, I'm wearing my Steeler hat. Shirt and the bird hat in honor of Billy. And uh, Billy, I grew up in Forest Hills. So I, I texted oh. a lot of my friends today. I says, you know, I'm going to be on with Billy Gardell. And I said, well, ask Billy, you know, you were seen at Vincent's Pizza, I know, uh, you know, in the yeah. past. Obviously, no, not lately, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, when I lost all this weight, all the restaurants in Pittsburgh flew their flags at half. <laughs> well, I drove one. by and there was just one tear coming out of their eyes. You know, like, <laughs> well, the other, I, you know, then, uh, of course, at Switzville, the landmark, uh, the, um, mm -hmm. the the Triangle Bar. And I have a novel sure. out, and the Battle. key scene in the in that book happens yeah, he has at a the novel out. Yeah, he has a at book at Triangle Bar. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one, you know, I, I know your father's passed away, and I'm sorry about that. Yeah. But my one okay. buddy told me he he still gets uh, he he stops in at Rocco's Bar occasionally, and they have a plaque that was your dad your dad's seat where he sat for many my, many my, years. My father was like Norm in that bar. <laughs> you know, in, Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, everybody has their corner bar. That's a rule. That's a state law. You got to have your neighborhood bar, and that was his spot. And uh, when he passed, uh, we did a renovation for a buddy of mine's house. You know, you get to, I got the really cool opportunity where, you know, they come and they say, Is there someone you love you want to renovate some stuff? And so I got to do that for my best friend's house up in Penn Hills. But while they were doing that, they did, you know, they drive around, they kind of learn your history a little bit. And, you know, they were funny. The producer's like, dude, you were literally born in a Springsteen song. I go, yeah, that's Swiss. <laughs> no question. But, but at the bar, as a surprise to me, Augie Rocco, who's been a family friend for many, many years, um, they, got a, they got like a gold coaster, and they engraved uh, 
for Bill Corky Gardell, his nickname was Cork, Cork the Torque. And, uh, and they uh, said, uh, beloved friend and patron, and it sits on uh, the bar uh, where his chair was. And it just busted me in half when they did that. Oh, I mean, it was so so pissed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, people don't get it. You know, I see, you know, when I'm here in Vegas and I see someone in a Steeler jersey, I'm obligated by law to stop and talk to them and find out what part of Pittsburgh they're from, why they're wearing a Tommy right. Maddox jersey 30 years later. You know, the guy had an eight jersey walking around. I'm like, are you serious? I actually have a Tommy Maddox jersey somewhere in storage. But, you know, it's just, it's just the way it works. You know, it's just you got to talk to them. And, and then you got to go, the United Giselles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they live down the block. I love it. Uh, Billy, um, I, I, I just mentioned Christmas. Bad Santa. What was that? Exp- like, Bad Santa's on every Christmas now. You're still getting checks for that, I'm sure, which is nice. Little part. Yeah, I think, I, I think you're down to about eight cents a check now. That was a long time ago. <laughs> but, um, but you know what was great about that? It was one of the first gigs I got. And uh, Billy Bob Thornton was just the coolest to me. He, uh, We were talking off stage a little bit or off set, and, and I was just making <laughs> We were just cutting up and he was like you know what man he went over to the director who's amazing terry zweikoff and he said hey let me and this kid improv this scene i think he's funny and he gave me that that gracious moment to just improv that scene with him and they even kept our outtakes on the dvd yeah. and i love the f- that's like the christmas movie the adults watch when all the kids go to bed <laughs> so i I love the fact that I'm a part of that fraternity. I think it's really good. And you do this with the arm, right? You stop him from walking out. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, right. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) And I was totally channeling John Candy in that. Totally channeling. (laughs) Sorry, folks. Park's closed. Hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's excellent. Trust me, I'll watch it three or four times. Um, Should we we talk Steelers? I mean, we got to talk Steelers, all right? Now, listen. um, uh, I know you've waved the towel many times. What's your record when you've waved the terrible towel at Steeler games? I'm, I'm thirteen and one. Brady's the only one who got. Are you serious? Thirteen and one. Yeah, thirteen and one. We got to fly in if we make the playoffs. I'm one and zero. I did a Kansas City Chiefs game about seven years, and I got to do, and we won. It was before Mahomes. <laughs> I think Steve DeBerg was the doesn't quarterback. Matter. Doesn't matter, but a win's a win. So listen, this is their third home game in a row. It's Green Bay. It's minus three right now. We had three, right, Sean? I think it's three, three and a half. I think it's or three. three. We're three. at three. Yeah, Chris, but no, I got the sportsbook directory. I should ask him. I'm asking Sean over here. I got the sportsbook directory right here. So I think the steel and, and Green Bay looked terrible against the Rams. We handled the Rams somehow. Uh, but this team's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Five and three, outgained every game. But this week against yeah. Green Bay, what do you think? Um, I like us to win, but, you know, it feels to me, first of all, I'm not a Matt Canada fan like the rest of the city. <laughs> if, if they'd get rid of him, I'd drive him to the airport. But um, I'm, I'm starting to lose a little altitude on Kenny Pickett, too. I'm just not sure he's our guy. I've tried to give as much patience as I can to him to let him grow, but I just don't know. Some, some of those balls looked overthrown and they looked forced, and then there's glimpses of greatness. So that kind of yeah. keeps me reinvented. Uh, this week, I, it feels to me like our game plan this whole year is bring a team down to our level, have a rock <laughs> fight, and win by a field goal. And it, that's kind of old, old Steeler football, but I, I'm not sure. I like Warren as a better back than I do Najee, but I, I, they, they make me so nervous with the point spread. It, three sounds dead on the money to me. Like, that sounds like a push to me. But I do think the Steelers are going to win this week because I believe we have a Super Bowl defense. Mm-hmm. I just think, of, you know, we got a 72 Pinto for offense. You know? <laughs> uh, Pintos, Ryan, were cars made by Ford that exploded <laughs> upon slight impact. He's 23, Billy. i got to explain this stuff to him. Um, I know. We're 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Pickett, you know, they're saying, well, yeah, you know, he did have a lot of Aaron throws, but, you know, he had a rib injury and to throw with bad ribs. It's uh, But, you know, look, he's a Pitt kid. You know, he went to Pitt. He's from Jersey or whatever. No. But, but you, know, I, you get a lot more than most guys do. But, like, I joked about on a show not too long ago, Bradshaw won four Super Bowls and we sent him to therapy. You better pull it together. <laughs> Man, huh? and if you look, at, you look at Bradshaw's stats the first few years when he was out of uh, Louisiana Tech yeah. or whatever, Louisiana State? Louisiana, Louis Tech. Louis Tech, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were yeah. not good. They were not good. But that's when you had a no, chance I mean, to mature. Yeah, and he got benched for Jefferson, too. Jeez. So, I mean – you know, I mean, Noel had to sit him down before he before he matured. I don't know what it's going to take. I think uh, I'm not happy with the play calling like anybody else, but I'm also an armchair quarterback. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm a Pittsburgher. It's my right to complain. But um, I just I'm not sure he's the kid. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not seeing it right now. So and I, I had high hopes for him, but I could be wrong. Maybe in the next few weeks he matures. I, I don't know. I, feel, I really don't I feel, know. I feel like it's a big game for him this week because he's had nine days to let the ribs and the obliques heal, which I know there's nothing you can really do for that. But we have to win this game because we go on the road to Cleveland and Cincinnati. So being six yeah, and three, we could be six and five real quick, but we need that win this week. We absolutely, this is a must win, and so we can't be looking past them. I do think that, uh, I think Jordan Love is overrated, and I think our defense is going to wreak havoc on him. I really do. And like I said, the defense is, it breaks my heart when the defense is this good and we don't have an offense to at least back it up and manage the game. Because this defense with Watt and Highsmith now coming into his own, and, and now we got the captain back, man. And so... And Joey Porter Jr. stepping up. Yeah. And I just think that defense is, uh, they're great, man. I mean, they're the reason we've had good field position if we've had good field position. So I don't know, man. I, 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 I hope we, if we could put up 17 and then let the defense <laughs> do it, we win that game. Yeah, I was going to say about Pickett, you know, they're, they're, before the draft, when they drafted Pickett, I told everybody there's no chance they can not draft Pickett. Yeah, they passed on Marino in 83, Marino. and if they pass on another Pitt quarterback, who a lot of people had in the first round, yeah. and he winds up being a star, that, you know, they'll never recover yeah, from that won't. mistake. So they had to draft Pickett. But I'm like, I'm like you, Billy. I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping – for the best. I'm not all that optimistic, even though it's his second year. I mean, he's 25 years old, I think, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he played for seven years. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, so it's time to start shaping up, you know, and uh, I'm not that the other thing, The other thing that bothers me, and tell me if this rubs you wrong, but when you see what Dobbs has done, yeah, Dobbs went into Arizona and beat the Cowboys. Then he spent, I don't know, two and a half hours learning the playbook for Minnesota. <laughs> Went out and won that game, and we had him on the bench. So what? What are we doing? You know what I mean? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just but, but just the, the the alternate plan, Mitch Trubisky. I, we've seen that movie, right? We've seen it. And then there's Mason Rudolph. <laughs> oh, I know. We need a garage. We need to have a garage sale. It's yeah. time to go. Yeah. Time to just go. put them all out on the lawn. See what people want to come out on. <laughs> on a folding chair. You get here. Take uh, him, and you get a free case. Pierogies, just get them <laughs> off the lawn. Now, listen, I saw your expression when I mentioned the show Lucky, and when when I when I bumped into you in the past, Lucky was a show with you and John Corbett, great cast, and it was on FX. Craig Robinson, Craig Ever Robinson, Carradine. yeah, Ever, yeah, love Ever Carradine. This was a great show, Chris. It was only how many thirteen episodes? It didn't it didn't run long. It was it, it was thirteen episodes, and it got nominated for a Best New Comedy Emmy, and then they canceled it, yeah. and I'll never. I'll never know why, but 
that show was so cool, and we filmed it there in Vegas, totally. mostly down on Fremont. Yeah, Fremont. No yeah. one's. I mean, it was absolutely. We would that crew was so fun at the time. Like we would start filming at seven, we'd wrap at seven, take a shower, and then we'd be gambling and 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 having cocktails until four. It was like being in the Ocean's Eleven, four a.m. <laughs> hour an hour of sleep back on the set it was so wonderful i'm written so beautifully by yeah. rob and mark cullen and then uh you know i think we were just about we were like two years ahead of the world series for poker craze and yeah. i think if that had synced up that show would have gone through the stratosphere but it's still a classic and one of my favorite things i ever did oh it's excellent i don't know have you ever seen i, I have seen yeah. it i have to re-watch it now yeah. really i mean I, I i remember seeing that and uh, you know all the las vegas stuff it was fantastic john corbett you know well, he's big, big fat greek wedding yeah and especially if you're a fan of vegas that really caught the local nutcases and it was just one and it was so fun <laughs> to play that you know it was so fun to play that it was just a, a joy What's your favorite Vegas story, either either filming that or working here? What's what's the Vegas story with Billy Gardell? Well, the the only ones I remember are the bad ones. Yeah. And there was a week of two years ago, um, I go out to the uh, uh, the sports book, and my buddies and I, well, there's about 10 of us, and we go once a year. And, and it's nice because everybody's married and lame now, so there's no trouble. <laughs> but we go you know, by the pool, and then we gamble, and we always make sure we're in the book for football day. Well, one day, my buddy, Sonny, God rest his soul, he looks up and he sees that Buffalo has lost their quarterback for the day. They're playing Minnesota, or maybe it was Minnesota over Buffalo. The quarterback, the odds shoot up to 2,200 to 1. So you never see those kind of odds. So we all think, all right, there's 10 of us. For the hell of it, <laughs> let's all put 50 bucks on this 2,200 to one bet. So, well, yeah, yeah, sounds great, sounds great. Because the night before we talk about it, we're gonna do it to books. So, so then we go down, we all put our bets in and we're watching and I'm looking up and I'm, I catch the score of that game. And I think it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was Buffalo that had no chance of winning. They're up by five, because there was a safety. Now they're up by, now they're up by 12. And I start getting nervous because I'm like, I didn't put that bet in. <laughs> and so now I start asking all my Jagoff friends, did, I, did, you, did you put the bet in? Nobody put the bet in. <laughs> that hit, it would have been 15, 20 grand between all of us split. What? Not one of us put the bet in. <laughs> and so to me, that's like, that's like my old man in the sea. It's, it's the whale that got away. It was right there in front of me and it went away. So you but I, I, I love it. I, and we did. I, lo I love Vegas to me. I'm an old school Vegas guy. I like um, I like ha hanging. I actually go outside to uh, to Henderson. Yeah. I like the the Green Ranch out there and a few other spots in town. But I like I like the Point. I like I like Red Rock. I, I'm I'm a guy that still likes like I like to be in Vegas and it feels a little more Sinatra than it does chaos. So I like it a little. <laughs> These days. Yeah, now, when I was yeah. younger, I liked to wrap it up. But now that I'm 54, it's like, you know what? Just don't bump into me with a three-yard glass of beer. I'm, <laughs> I'm on my way to the Yeah, no, no, no one has ever done anything good with the, the frozen margarita yard. That's, that's the Excalibur yeah. crowd. I've, I've seen more people. And by the way, just a little tip to everyone. It's all sugar. You're just getting sugar. There's this much booze. <laughs>
And it's free That's refills. It. Free refills. Woo! You're drinking sugar. <laughs> it's just going to amp them up, and then they're going to get pissed at the Knights in Armor and stuff like that. But, um, yeah. Exactly. Now, we worked together in Vegas. Uh, how long ago was yeah, Monopoly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I guess. And, by the way, our dear friend Kevin Belenkoff says his his absolute best. I love that man to death. And uh, we did we did Monopoly Millionaires Club. I want to say it was about 10 years now. That Is sounds eight, about 10 right. 10 years ago. Yeah, something like that. 2015 yeah, what a great to 2016. Show. Yeah, okay. We're I'm told that was a great, great show, man. We just it didn't have the right broadcast capability because we were involved at the time with the lottery, and every state lottery had a rule, and to get anything approved, you had to have 50 yeses, and it just became chaotic. But yeah. that show was fantastic. That could have been on like ABC Saturday Night. I mean, it was really a great show. I mean, the set pieces were gigantic. Imagine the game Monopoly. Right come to life in these huge set pieces we had, and gave you gave away a lot of money i mean i kevin kevin's been on this show twice giving his picks and talking gambling and i think I he said it. two or three millionaires i'm sure he's probably live commenting yeah. now but i mean it was so much yeah. fun and you know uh scott st john who was one of the producers too called me he goes look do you want to come up to vegas we'll can gamble billy gardell it's monopoly i'm like i was gotcha yeah when we got you i was like ah nick and Tara, that's great yeah and I what mean, was great about that I don't know if Kevin told you this, but we grabbed the PA every time we filmed. We, I think we'd do five in a day. And uh, and we would grab a PA, and he, you know, he was supposed to be doing stuff on set. And we <laughs> said, look, you're about to make more money than you were going to make working here. So what you're going to do is, for me and Mr. Belenkoff, you're going to run to the sports book and back and get tickets and cash tickets for us all day with horses and baseball. <laughs> so this kid... We would tip him out every time we won, and he had a great day because, you know, Kevin's good at picking him, and we just we had him running back and forth, and that was his gig during the day. And I said, if we ever we, if we go full-time with this thing, you, that's just your new job. Your job <laughs> is to go to sports. It was really great. Yeah, Kevin sent me some picks. I think Appalachian State plus the points, plus two and a half, Miami plus 14. He has a couple games. Oh, really, this week? Yeah, yeah. he's got him. Kevin oh, he's knows. going with Miami over he, he, uh, Florida Miami, State? Florida, yeah, Miami, Florida, Miami's getting 14, I think. 14, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he likes Miami. Yeah. Appalachian State. Kevin has made me more money than cost me money. He's he's his very good. Very yeah, we've had him on the show and he's given out winners. You have some live comments there. Or you had something you want to say there, Ryan? Um, you want to ask about? Uh, you you well, had a question. Live comment. They love Billy's sweater. They I love your. They love your sweater. They're saying. Yeah, I can't hear Ryan either. Oh, you can't hear Ryan. Yeah, we can't hear Ryan in our headsets. I that's that's the Paul Newman line. <laughs> you, you know what I love about this man? I get to shop at places now that when I was heavy, I wasn't allowed to go in. So now I get the cool stuff. I'm very happy. But I still don't recognize myself because I lost like 170 pounds. Yeah. So sometimes I pick up a piece of clothing. I'm like, that's not going to fit. This is a rag for my car. But it actually does. <laughs> I'm very cool. Uh, when do you head back to Pittsburgh? Are you heading back anytime soon? Uh, I was just there not too long ago. I did a thing uh, with Steve Byrne. We did uh, a thing called the Goddamn Comedy Jam for charity and the Lemieux Foundation, which was really fun. And I try to get back um, twice a year is what I try for. I try once for football season and then once in the summer because I'm a Kennywood fan. I got to go to Kennywood, which is one of the world's oldest amusement parks. It's right down and the street from my- where you grew up, yeah. Swissville, man. But I drive my family crazy because I, I'll go wire to wire. They're like, can we go home? I'm like, nah, we're not leaving until you hear that guy say, park is closing. I like to, I'm a goofy tourist that way. I love it. And then that's my hometown. Yeah. That's my stuff. You got to get the funnel cake. So yeah. Funnel cake and potato patch. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the 
the diet. And by the way, the greatest roller coaster, and I've, I've, I've the the racer, the jackrabbit, and the thunderbolt. Those are still three of the best roller coasters. The thunderbolt's unbelievable. The thunderbolt. It's, it looks the, like you're going into the river when you come out of that tunnel. I, it does. The thunder. The Thunderbolt and the Jackrabbit are both over a hundred years old now. Now they've they've updated you know the tracks so that both of those roller coasters are hundred year old wooden roller coasters, and I get the biggest kick out of riding them. Man, I, I still love it. Yeah, because the noise. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, the Thunderbolt traumatized me. When I was eight, I was like, I can't go on that. We'll die. You know, and now, you know, you go as an adult, you know, you get to do all that. Oh, man, I still, I love being in that park. I'm not a big, big fan of new Kennywood. I like the old stuff. Yeah. I like the games. Yeah. And I like the, I like the jimmies on my ice cream. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what that is, sprinkles. Yeah. And, uh, and I just like the whole feeling of being in old Kennywood, man. It just, it brings do, me back. Do you play you know? ski ball? I do. I love I'm not playing ski ball. Ski ball. <laughs> I like I I I'm pretty good at knocking the milk bottles down though oh, with, okay. the, with the with uh, the now, bags. Now that's rigged though, that. isn't that rigged? The milk bottle one. There's something about the bottom ones are heavy. Frank, everything's rigged. But <laughs> the, if you know where to hit them, you can you can walk away with one of the big stuffed bananas. I've been known to do that once. Or twice. Yeah, I think it was called the spin out or whatever. The one where you're sucked against the wall and the floor dropped out. Probably the rotor. The, the rotor yeah. was the rotor. It, I rotor. think the spin out's magic. The rotor was the most horrified I've ever been in my life. And I saw yeah. I saw Jaws when I was six. That tormented yeah. me for life. But that <laughs> when the floor dropped out and I was stuck against yeah. the wall, I, I I can see it visually in my mind right now. I was horrified. My sister's laughing and she's making all these poses because you're stuck against the wall. My dad's on it. I'll uh, that never that that was horrifying. The Enterprise. Was horrifying. I I, I I like roller coasters. Give me roller coasters. Um, so the strike is over in Los Angeles. So actors are back to work, yeah. thankfully. Right? Um, yeah. What's going right. on with your show? How's that? What's what's the schedule like now for that? Well, we have we have a thirteen order this year. This okay. might be our last year. I don't know, but it's season five. So you know, it's, there's no longer a syndication type of deal anymore. But I think what they got done in the in the strike is going to make it feasible for everyone to work and live again, which is fantastic. And uh, our show, luckily, will be we should be up and running again. I think we're going to try to get. You know, we have 150 crew members, and uh, Chuck Lorre's a pretty good veteran of this stuff, and <laughs> I think he's going to make for us to get two episodes in before the holidays so the crew has paychecks in their pocket for the holidays which will be big and then we'll come back in january and finish them out nice. well that's very nice that i mean that's that's great and everyone's yeah. happy it's over my god it was way too long oh um way too long and speaking of acting i i i ask him to tell the story every time i see him uh you what? were in jersey boys with clint directed by clint eastwood Okay, yeah. uh, which, by the way, is my favorite musical to this day. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing, and the movie. I like the movie a lot. You got yeah. to work with Clint Eastwood. If you would tell the Clint Eastwood story, how he directed, and what was it like first meeting oh, yeah. meeting Clint? Well, I mean, dude, you know, it's a legend, <laughs> and uh, to me, that stuff is exciting. I, I always these actors that kill me are, are the guys that say two things: they just act unimpressed, and then or, or they go, "I don't watch what I do, man." Well, why'd you get in? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you not enjoy the magic of this, the one in a million shot of it? Plus, you, you should be watching it like game tape. I did that right. I didn't do that right. I can be better there. But these guys were phenomenal. And um, I got to work with Clint Eastwood and be directed by him. And he does a very cool thing. Instead of yelling action when the scene begins, he goes, all right, begin. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And then... 
And then, and then instead of yelling cut, he goes, all right, that's enough of that. And then he stopped. And, that's that's and I had this funny thing where, the, where I, got to, I got to throw the Jersey boys out of the bowling alley and fire them. And uh, the line, there was only like two lines in it. That, and he, he just came over to me and he goes, all right, just, just let it go. Give them the business. I think you can do that. And so I got to yell kids and fire them like we were in East Pittsburgh. It was wonderful. It's like that it referee giving them the business. Was it Ed Hockley yeah. who did it? Giving them the business. It was giving him the business. He came over at Clint Eastwood. And then, uh, Chris, do you have anything else to add? I want to thank you. No, I was just going to say, Billy, uh, you went to Woodland Hills, I think, right? I went to Swissville. Oh, you went to Swissville? Okay, because I went to Churchill before the the big consolidation, too. Yeah. Okay. Correct. I know it's all, we're all part of the same high school now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's it's all decided. I left. I left. My parents got divorced, and I left right around, right before. Probably been to ninth grade or so, and then uh, we would go back in the summer to stay with my dad, and then we'd split the school year down in Florida with my mom. But what I remember about that high school is there used to be three dips, like there was three. It was a hill, but it had three dips, and it's like you climb all the way up to the top of the school, and then there was three dips, and then it went out onto a brick street. There was a hill. So you went flying down these three dips, you caught air, then you landed on the brick street, you hit the curb, and then the other hill would take you down the hill. <laughs> and you could just die. We would just do that in the snow on garbage can lids. Oh, my Nobody, God. <laughs> no helmets, no nothing. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, and by the way, talk, and talking about sliding in uh, Pittsburgh history, you also used to talk about was it your uncle? I, I just want to end with the pirates. What are we doing about the pirates? And you used to talk about there was wor- there was one name you couldn't mention around an uncle or something. What was that? You can't. Oh, Sid, Sid Bream. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Brought up, yeah. Brought up, uh, that was my dad. If you your brought dad. up Sid Bream, uh, we'd stop. Stop. We can't talk about that. We're not talking about that in this house. And then he would say, because we traded him with a broken knee, and he come hobbling around third base to ruin our series. Don't bring that up again, ever. <laughs> to ruin our franchise for 30 yeah. years. My God. Um, do you, I mean, yeah. I follow the Pirates religiously. Uh, a lot of young talent. Uh, I mean, I can we turn this around next year? They're going to spend some money. They say nothing's going to get the payroll up to $100 million, which he has to because we need, we need some veterans. We need some pitching. I think, uh, well, I think Bro was a good uh, – um, uh, acquisition this year. I think he's going to be all right when he's healthy. I think uh, that that shortstop is a phenom. I think he'll be back. So I think we got pieces there. What I don't like is that it seems like every time we get a group of guys, we sell them off in August. And I I want that to stop. But I think my stepbrother believes we're coming up on a four-year window here where we're going to compete. And that seems to be the vibe. I hope so, man, because I just... You know, I long for the days where you look in the dugout and Leland smoking a car. You know? Oh my God, Rich Donnelly! Yeah, Rich Donnelly said he called him heaters. He'd uh, always be cupping it. He'd be cupping the cigarettes in the dugout. But I want to get back to playing that that solid Pittsburgh baseball because we have such an incredible fan base. Man, spend the money. We'll show up. You know, we'll show up, yeah. and and I do. Think, I think there's some pieces there, but it's like Lucy Brown, or it's like Charlie Brown and Lucy in the football. Every time I get my hopes up, they yank the ball away. And I, oh, not well, in, let, let me yank the Lucy. ball away for a yeah. second, because I can't remember where I was reading this the other day. But Nutting was seen on a Southwest flight. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking this is the guy that's going to bring back our franchise and spend a hundred million dollars. He's flying Southwest. He can't afford. Yeah. 
The, you know, I, and he I, was in the sea boarding zone too. He didn't I, even pay I, for the earlier. The guy That's couldn't stupid. confirm that, but he saw it. Uh, you know, and I, I forget where I saw it. You know, and I'm like, oh my god, uh, we're in trouble. You know, Jimmy Miller said that he went to dinner with Jimmy Miller is a manager from Pittsburgh, Dennis Miller's sure. brother. You know, sure. Jimmy. So Jimmy said he went to dinner with Nutting one time. A friend set it up. He said he didn't leave a tip. And then at the valet, when he said goodbye to him, he didn't tip the valet guy. Oh, that tells you everything you that, need to know. That's what Jimmy yeah. said. Jimmy said, that tells me everything I need to know about him. He didn't tip the, you're the abso- valet. You're absolutely right. That, that's that's a no-fly zone. You can't be like that. All right, we'll end it on you a high be- note. We'll end it on a high note. Wait, let's you- one more thing. Oh, yeah, one more when thing. Billy comes to town, yeah. rooms are on me, Billy, and uh, we'll... You All know, right. you're going to be a oh, cheap yeah. date now. I was going to take you to the most expensive restaurant in town, but it's not going to cost me that much now. But uh, <laughs> we'd still love to have you. Now's when you should ask, because I eat like a French woman. Three bites and I put my head. <laughs> <laughs> and Ann, our producer, do you have the picture? Ann uh, worked. Was, uh, we have a picture of you there. There's you and Ann. Ann. Oh, All right. right. That was at the Orleans. Is that where that was? Yeah. At the Orleans yeah, Hotel. that's right. That's right. Are you doing? Wait, I got one more thing. I gotta say, I, I'm so, I can't remember what I was watching. It was Bad Santa or Lucky or one of those. And as soon as I heard Billy open his mouth, I looked at my wife. This guy's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I told. It's like the cab well, driver. That, you know what's funny about that is, as you know, as we get home, it gets worse. The yinzer gets worse. Oh yeah, for sure. And then when I I was filming. I'd spend a week in Pittsburgh, and then I'd come back out here, and I'd, I'd go, okay, we got to get out of the house. And like, what? you bring that down a little, Bill? Oh, yeah, sorry. Turn down the – and the swelled L's. I didn't realize. Uh, swelled – acting coaches or people – yeah, the pickle. Like the word pickle. Yeah. Oh, That's cool. called a swelled Billy. L, and they try to get no, Pittsburgh. Billy. 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 You know, Billy. Yeah. Billy's coming over. That's called a swelled L. Uh, Yeah, that's what a teacher told me in LA. They're like, oh, and I never had it really, but swelled L's. So my sister will say pickle. Swelled L's. Pickle. Well, he's got how many L's are in your name? Three or four. Billy Gardell, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. (laughs) We really thanks for having me. Great talking with you guys. Go Steelers, and hopefully Kevin's bets cash in some tickets for you. Send that PA to collect. Real quick before yeah. I get out of here, what are you, what's your prediction for the Green Bay game? I, I think, the, think I, we I, cover? Well, we're, we do a Friday parlay. Alex White, who's going to be on, and Ryan, the producer, and myself. Uh, our initials are FAR, so we call it the Farley, Friday Farley. I'm going to take the Steelers, and I might do the money line. I'm probably, I think they're going to win, oh. but I could see this like a 25-23, some ugly, weird safety, you know, some sort of That's weird I, missed extra point or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I would say don't lay like, three and like, a half. Don't lay three and a half. Don't yeah. lay for no, your I, tempting no. fate. I think the money line's the bet. Yeah, I really yeah. do. That's what I'm going to do. I've spoiled it for everybody, but you can watch. I'm going to. That's what I'm going to pick. I know everyone waits with bated breath to find out Frank's picks, but it's it's going to be the Steelers. What a shocker! Uh, go Steelers! Go Green uh, Bay sucks. Green Bay. Well, he's a Chicago Bears fan. <laughs> Billy, uh, watch him on Bob Hart's Abishola. And Billy, thank you so much, man. Have a great holiday season, and uh, I'll talk with you thank soon, you. buddy. Thank Happy you holidays, boy. Well, I will be Ken. We'll be right back with Alex and our Farley Friday Parley, or whatever the hell we call it. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas' top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. 
Enjoy the music. And if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show. Every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grandview Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. Welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero. It is Friday. Thank you for watching. Uh, what a trip, Ryan. That was great having Billy Gardell on. That was awesome. I know. I, I, I wrote him. I texted him, uh, I don't know, a month ago. I don't know. And he's busy. And he said, well, do Let's get a date. So I kept texting him. Then he just called me one night. He's like, look, I can't text more than three times. Let's just let's just work it out. Let's just talk. And it was November 10th. That was the target date. And uh, yeah, he stayed on for 30 minutes. We covered all the Pittsburgh sports, heard some funny stories. How great is that Clint Eastwood thing? When, he, when Instead of yelling, cut, that's enough of that. That's just, that's just, I, I love that story. And I had to make him tell it because I, we, I don't know where he told me that story. I think it was on Monopoly, I guess. When we were working together, I'm like, it's just the greatest story. A lot of the live comments are uh, amazed at how good he looks. Yeah, he looks great, man. He lost 100, 170? Yep. That's Last interview, I think I saw an interview a while back. It was 150. So it was 170. And he looks great, and health-wise, he's he's uh, you know he's doing great. He was type two diabetes, and uh, he's off medication. His resting heart rate's way down. So, yeah, good for Billy, awesome. man. Awesome. Yeah, it's really good. And we we met at the Ice House like I don't know twenty five uh, wow uh, twenty five thirty years ago, and we had never met each other. A friend of ours, John Knight, introduced us together, and we hung out. We ate wings and had some beers and stuff. Talked about Pittsburgh, but uh, yeah, good for him. Happy for all his success. And Bad Santa, you've seen Bad Santa, right? Yep, tremendous movie. And I know you were, you or Sean was like, wait, he was in that? I'm like, he's a security guard. You know, what a great story to hear about. They just improvised, you know, Billy Bob Thornton gave him that shot to improvise and have fun. And, uh, and he's right. The DVD, what's, you know, I got rid of most of my DVDs. That's one I kept because the outtakes are great. And plus every Christmas, you just want to throw that movie on. It's morally wrong to watch it around Christmas, but it's just so damn funny. Billy Bob Thornton and, oh my God, the little kid. I mean, I, I could go on and on. All right. Anyway. Speaking of uh, Christmas, someone is very sparkly here today joining us in studio as she does every Friday. It's Alex White. This sweater, it grabs the light. Very good. Thank you. It looks like it's kind of holiday-ish, right? It is holiday-ish, yeah. yeah. You're in the holiday. You, you, have you already decorated for Christmas? Um, I have one tree up. Are you serious? <laughs> I do, yeah. 
Uh, you got to no, bring a picture next week of that. Truth be told, I don't really, I don't really do my own decorating. My mom and sister are very into it, okay. so they do like all of ours. Okay, and they're very good at it. So <laughs> I Wait, just say said... free range, take over. Right. <laughs> you already said you have one tree up. Do you put more than one up? Yeah, because. <laughs> We have one upstairs and then one downstairs. So the one upstairs is up right now. Okay, that's an artificial tree. Yes. Yeah, you can't get the real one. Still, usually like the day after Thanksgiving, which is what we do. So, well, see, I don't, I don't think they're that popular here in Vegas, as far oh. as I know. Most people I know have artificial trees. Ah, this will be my first. Oh, Jerry, Jerry's raising it. Artificial, artificial. Can I get real? Three artificial yes, already up. You have what? My mom has three artificial trees already up. I love her for that. Uh, take a picture. We want to see this. I want to see these yep, artificial yep. trees. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess the desert, it's dry. It's hot. You can get them, though. Yeah, we're going to we have to get one. I, it's, it's just traditional because I mentioned this before. My sister was allergic to pine. So we had artificial trees. So that's why I think as an adult, I want to have a real tree. The so. smell. Yeah, the smell, the pine. Too. Yeah, I don't need to spray some to smell like pine. All right. Maybe we should talk sports. Talk sports. <laughs> talk sports. Last Friday, we invented the Farley Parlay. It's F-A-R. It's Frank. Alex, Ryan, instead of a parlay, it's a farlay, farlay Friday. Last week, we hit it. Oklahoma State, plus the points, one outright. Indiana Pacers, plus two and a half, one outright. And I had the Raiders, who were minus one, or were they plus one? They were minus. Yep. They were like minus one and a half. It was, it was no contest. As soon as Daniel Jones went down and they put in Tommy DeVito. Vinny, another Italian, Tommy DeVito. Anytime we mention that time. Um, and I talk Italian all of a sudden, I guess. I talk like this all of a sudden. Uh, so we're going to do it. We're going to do the farlay parlay. Should we do it now? Should we lead with it? Yeah. All right, who's going? Are we doing? Are we trying to do a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing? Ryan, what do you have? Do you have Friday? Yeah, I've got tonight. You got some? He's got something, and you have something tomorrow. Oh my God, we're doing it again. Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. It's a three-day watch for you guys. We're undefeated. We're one to know. Ryan, what do you got for us tonight? First pick from Ryan. Well, NBA action. Oh, he's going back to the NBA in-season tournament again tonight. The Philadelphia 76ers are visiting the Detroit Pistons. The uh -oh. Sixers have won five straight. Yeah, they're on fire. Embiid's the Pistons in... have lost five straight. Uh-oh. Okay, which way, which way are you trending here? The Pistons don't have Alec Burks, Jaden Ivey, or Joe Harris. I'm going to take the Sixers minus the points, minus nine and a half. It's nine and a half. It was eight. It's going up, so a lot of money's going up. Okay. Excuse me. So we want to lock that in. Very uh, good. Joel Embiid is playing very good. Unbelievable. Yeah. MVP. Ball. Now that they got rid of Harden. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not shocking, right? I mean, the guy was just... Did you see that after their loss the other night, he was in a strip club partying? <laughs> Harden was? Yes. Oh, my God. In Los Angeles or what city? Yeah. In LA. They're terrible there. So Takes I've heard. I've heard. I've heard they're terrible. Just in Los Angeles. Is awesome. Was he really? Well, all the memes when they first traded him were about um, how excited strippers were in Los Angeles. So that's very it's, fitting. It's crazy. <laughs> well, he's got enough money to spread around. That's, that's oh my God. Uh, Detroit. Speaking of the Detroit Pistons, Rick Mahorn, who won a championship, one or two, with the bad boys Detroit Pistons, trying to get him on the show in a couple weeks. So it'd be nice to have a guy with a ring. So uh, this is my plea to you, Rick Mahorn. Let's do it. All right, anyway, so what do you got for us Saturday? Okay, so I'm sticking with college football, of course, and we are laying two with the Houston Cougars at Cincinnati. Cougars, I'm sorry. <laughs> or Cougars. Uh, yeah, whatever we want. As long as they um, make money, we don't care what they call them. <laughs> so they have four wins. They need two more to be bowl eligible. They've been pretty um, underwhelming this year, to say the least, but I think they get it done here. They are hosting Cincinnati, I think I said at Cincinnati. They are the home team. Yeah. Cincinnati, they haven't won since their second game of the season, and that was <laughs> September 9th. They've been on a 
a losing streak here. So I feel pretty confident with Houston. Yeah, and Cincinnati, I mean, even if they had Desmond Ritter come back and quarterback there because the Falcons don't want it, they have not looked good. They beat Pitt, but <laughs> that's not really saying anything because Pitt is probably the worst Pitt team I've seen in about a decade. Uh, I like that. So, so far, we have Philadelphia. We have Houston. We will not have a problem. <laughs> and I've already kind of t- I've already kind of made I've already I've already showed you which way I'm leaning. I like the Steelers. I Packers right suck. now what is the line here right now? The Steelers are is it still 3? Chris seems to think it was three still flat. 3. 3 flat. I could see it I could see it landing on that number. Like I think we were talking yesterday with Jeff we, and and Alex. I I guessed it on Sports by the Book. We talked about the Thursday night game and Jeff Parles who knows everything was like I see that number being exactly right. I see it at three and the under. We talked about the under. Uh, But I'm going to take the Steelers. There it is right there, three. So the money line's minus 165. 39. God, that's right where it should be, too. I'm going to take the Steelers' money line. It's kind of a cop-out taking the money line. It's going to screw us a little bit on the parlay. Or unless you you, you, you give up the points with the Steelers' offense? What's that? Can you really give up the points with the Steelers' offense? I mean, I know they're giving us three points because we're home and what we're going to play Renegade in the fourth quarter and the stadium's going to go crazy. Uh, how about Billy's 13-1? and one? I don't know if you guys, they have, so they have like Pittsburgh celebrities come and you get to twirl the towel before a Steeler game to pump up the crowd, like right before kickoff. And I, got, I was asked to do it once or I begged to do it. Either, either version you want. My buddy Mike O'Day and I, we got down on the sidelines. It was unbelievable players coming out. I tried on someone's ring. I can, I'll put the pictures on Twitter. I think I've posted the video enough times because it was so exciting. But I was down there waving the towel. And the guy, the public address announcer in Pittsburgh's Larry Richard, Long-time morning show host, uh, KDK Radio, number one morning show in Pittsburgh. I've known him since I was 11. He was on the radio with my dad. And he was the one who got to say, and now waving the terrible towel, Frank Nicotero. And he said, I hadn't talked to him before. He goes, when he walked in that day and saw it was me, he was like, is this a joke? He's like, I've known him since he was 11. So it was comedian Frank Nicotero. And then, yeah, there were some kids from the Boys and Girls Club. Who cares about them, right? It was me that everyone was looking at. But I'm 1-0. We beat the Chiefs. So I'm going to take the Steelers at home money line. I think that's a solid uh, farlay. Maybe we get the money close up to get that Chris Farley coin. Yeah, that would be great. Have we checked eBay lately? Because I don't know how much it is still. But it's still three hundred bucks. We got to hit some parlays. We got to we got to keep winning through the new year, and then we can do it. Um, Kevin Kevin Belenkoff, who uh, who's a mutual friend of me and Billy Gardell's, uh, Kevin, who was one of the producers on uh, on the Monopoly show, he sent me some of his picks. He really likes Appalachian State. He sends them to us in tears of how much he likes. He also likes Miami. Plus 14. Have you looked at either one of those games? Miami and Florida State. What do you think of that game? That's really tough. So I actually made Florida State a little bit more of a favorite than that 14 and a half. But I think because of that spot, it is a big rivalry game. Yeah. You're going to get Miami's best effort in yeah. this game. And they are at home, right? Yeah. So yeah. I this do, is huge. Yeah. And their undefeated season on the line here, Florida State. So if there was somebody to knock them off, I think it could be the Hurricanes. I think so too. It's at, oh, it's in Florida State. It's in Florida, but it doesn't. Oh, it, ma- it doesn't State. matter. Okay. It's all Florida. They're, it's like split usually there. Um, and Miami, I mean, they 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 got to come back. I think that's a good bet. You you look. Um, you're not sure. Well, yesterday on yes yesterday's episode of Sports by the Book, oh, the Bear. Yeah, Chris Felica, he made the point that when Miami suffers their first loss, their teams typically go on the downturn and don't really care for the rest of the year. So that's a good coaching Florida right there. Florida State is playing for something. <laughs> Miami, not so much. Well, that, yeah, that, yeah, but Miami has been so up and down, and right. they've they've lost games that they really shouldn't have lost. Yep, Georgia and, Tech. <laughs> and Georgia he, Tech. he's an alum, so he's going to be a very harsh Little, on them. Yeah. But oh, that's true. As he should be. 
We don't really know about the quarterback, though. That's the only concern. I think Tyler Van Dyke might be a little beat up, so we need to check on that. But 14 and a half, you're getting a touchdown and the hook. And I the mean, hook. two touchdowns. I'm taking hook. it. And, and maybe Vinny Testaverde could come back and play. He might have a year of eligibility. What is he, like 55 years old? Put Vinny out there. Vinny! All right. Uh, so anyway, Kevin also, uh, excuse me, I'm scratching my back. By the way, um, I don't know if anyone noticed, this is the first time I've worn a quarter zip on the show. <laughs> this is... I thought Jerry was commenting. He was just coughing. Uh, it was uh, Costco. It's like 13 bucks. Oh, you'll see a green one next week. Uh, anyway, uh, he likes Appalachian State. App State. I got App State here on the South Point. Uh, they're at Georgia State. And Georgia State's minus three. So, uh, yeah. So, right now, is that uh, what do we have the line here at South Point? Two and a half. Thank you, Sean. So, it's gone down a bit. It's two and a half. So, yeah, that's what Kevin had it at, too. He likes Appalachian State. He had some other picks, but uh, I can't give them all to you, folks. We just want to we want to keep them a couple. Um, I like that Farley. I like that Parlay, Farley, Parlay. The pros. <laughs> what else are you looking at? Are you looking at hockey? Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Alex, I have to tell you. There it is. All right, he's got it up. Steelers money line. Houston minus two. <laughs> you're leaving the mic. You're leaving the mustache picture up. I love it. Farley, Parlay, yeah, Friday, Farley, Parlay. Back there. Um, you gave us the Ohio under, which hit against Buffalo. It was an easy cover, so I, I bet it. And then I, I looked the next day, and it hasn't cashed in on the app. I'm going, what did I do wrong? I'm like, was there, was there some sort of controversy I don't know about? I didn't hit OU. I hit Miami of Ohio on the app. So I bet the wrong school. Oh. So Miami of Ohio is playing Akron. And guess what? Final score, 19 nothing. It was under. So I won. Oh, very good. I, yeah, it was one of those happy, happy mistakes that never happens that way. So I woke up. I had a little extra money in my app. So uh, make sure you get to, the South Point Sports app is great. You can come down here live. You can bet here. You can do whatever you want. Sunday night football is going to be interesting here because the local team, the Raiders, this is uh, the 14th time they've been on national TV this, this year, I believe, right? It's 14? Like, it's not 14. It's like four or five. But they've been on national TV a lot. They were on national TV. Oh, no. Giants game was uh, That was a day game. Anyway. Uh, well, them and the Jets, actually. And the have Jets have been on a lot, too. A lot. Yeah. So the NFL just must be like, boy, the schedule makers, they screwed this one up. But. Uh, it's an intriguing game. I'm seeing a lot of Jets jerseys walking around. I saw a Jets jersey. It was an old Joe Namath one. So I guess some people from New York are in town or they live here and they're just hanging out. Who knows? But Jets Raiders at the Allegiant, at the Allegiant right down the street. Do uh, you have any Death feel on Star. that game? Are you just going to watch? Are you, do you root for the Raiders? I do root for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah you, you want to see them do good, especially with such the huge fan base that we have around the oh Golden Knights and then yeah. the Aces, of course. So you want all the teams to succeed. Yeah. and. I'm not giving up on them just yet. They did very good last week they with did. their new interim head coach. Um, so I think they'll put up a good fight here. I, I'm leaning towards the under, though. Yeah, what is it? It's right now. It's about 36 and a half, somewhere around there. What do we have? You're 36 and a half here. That is a low NFL for a – but the primetime games have been going under, right? Yes, they have. Like last night, was that was a no-brainer. What was the final score last night? It was uh, – 1916. 19-16 or something like that. We're watching the game right now. We're watching a replay, which, by the way, the game is is, is even more boring watching. This is like <laughs> – it's like, why is the NFL Network or Prime, whatever it is, it's like, why are you showing this again? No one wants to watch. Is there anyone watching that again? I wouldn't think so. I'm going to watch it again and see if DJ, DJ Moore scores a touchdown. And I don't <laughs> think he scores again. And, of course, if you're watching the show, we brought a can of peas in. He was going to eat. You were going to eat the peas. Um, but we no didn't opener. have an opener. We didn't have an opener. But guess what? Oh, you know who lives close to the studio and was watching the show from home? Oh, look Why what Alex brought in. Alex? That looks like a <laughs> brand welcome. new opener, by the way. You're welcome, right? I just Thanks. bought it on the way over. She just bought it on the way over. That's how close she lives. But we don't have any well, ketchup, yeah, we do we? Ketchup. Yeah, we have no ketchup. No ketchup. I'm good. 
Now we're almost running out of time on the show. Oh, you've avoided it this time. All right. Anyway, this could be our lucky peas. The lucky can. And by the way, Del Monte peas, the best peas money can buy. So, uh, by the way, peas are not a vegetable. Josh Yowie called them a vegetable. It's a legume. Legume. It's a legume. Legume. I looked it up. I had pea facts. While you were eating ketchup with peas, I was going to be reading facts about peas. It's really funny because yesterday we kind of uh, went off the rail with uh, in sports by the book. Yeah, that happens. Somebody all the yelled. Time. I think yeah. it's Ryan. Is this kitchen by the book? Or yeah. What? Is this kitchen by? What's going on? He had to get us back on track, but. That's what happens. I cause chaos when I come on Sports by the Book. Very rarely do we talk about sports. Uh, there is a game. Is UNLV playing tonight? UNLV yes, is playing are. tonight. This is your alma mater. Yes. They're right down the street. Every time I drive by, I see Wyoming. Oh, by the way, I was on the elevator with a couple of lovely people from Wyoming. Already sporting their gears. A lot of Wyoming people. Is Wyoming that close? How, how close is Wyoming? It's over there. Yeah. Really All right. <laughs> I know where everything is in proximity to California. Oh, there's a Livy Dunn commercial. Hold on. Okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's twice that's happened during a show. Uh, well, a lot of Wyoming people. How are you feeling about your, feeling about your alma mater tonight? National TV, right? I feel good. I laid the three and a half earlier this week. It has moved to five and a half now. But Ooh. to a little humble brag here, I've never yes. told you, I cheered for the UNLV Rebels. No, you did not. Yes, I cheered there, and then I coached the cheerleaders for a while, and I actually won a national championship with, uh, with my stunt group at UNLV. First one ever in the cheer When you were program. in the group or when you were coaching? Oh, both. 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 <laughs> I mean, both. Is this the thing that you see like at Disney World champ, on ESPN? Yes, that it thing? is. Get out. Yes, it is. Very That's competitive. Cool. And uh, Cheer World is a whole different world if you don't know about it. I thought it'd be fun. Right, we're going to have to find the clips. My dad used to go to our competitions and he would like make lines for fun, you know, before like who the favorite was. <laughs> no, and he would not. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, he, he got really into it. And uh, I was like, that, should, that would actually be pretty fun to bet on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And like, yeah, you don't want any injuries, thank God. You just bet on the winners. That's right. Yes. yes, yes just bet yes. on winners. And speaking of your dad, this is exciting. We might as well tell people now. Okay. Uh, I'll be out of town three days next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I will be in uh, New Orleans. Uh, I'll be filming more episodes of the game show I host uh, called Wait, What Happened? It's a very cute show. Uh, you can watch it for free. You can download the app for free. It's the very local app. And uh, we've already had three seasons up there. You got, oh, no, that we haven't aired the Cincinnati ones yet. We started in Pittsburgh, ironically enough. My a manager called me. She goes, there's a show. It's a man on the street show. They're looking for someone funny, and it shoots in Pittsburgh. I'm like, if I don't get this gig, I'm quitting show business. So anyway, I got it. So we did Pittsburgh episodes. We did some in Orlando. Shot in Cincinnati a couple months ago. We'll be in New Orleans next week. So you can watch Wait, What Happened? Very cute show. I'm on the street. I ask people questions about these news stories. Usually the weird news stories you see at the end of a telecast. And they can win They can win money. And it's multiple choice. There's no pressure on them. It's not like Street Smarts. Not there to make anyone look like they don't know stuff. It's basically you got to kind of guess, listen to the clues and the question, and they can win money. But it's a cute show, so make sure you watch Wait, What Happened? And this is, if you, if you log on to Very Local, this is the picture of me. Wait, what happened? <laughs> like that. Uh, I don't know if you want to, uh, you probably can't pull it up because you need the app. But anyway, uh, it's probably on the internet. Anyway, Wait, What Happened? So I'll be doing more episodes in New Orleans. New Orleans. So maybe I'll come back with Saints gear. I don't know. But in the meantime, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, who's hosting the show but Alex White and her dad? Yes, I'm very excited. Do you have any tips for me? I would say uh, this chair. I like this side. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I feel I would sit in this chair. If I would. Have you sat in this chair yet? I have not. Would you like to try it out right now? Let's try it out. You want to try it out? <laughs> Let's get Alex in this chair. We're going to sign off so you can get used to it. I will still be here Monday, by the way. But here, we'll switch chairs. You want to switch? Try that one. All right. There you go. We'll do it live. All right. So. All right, so this is weird. I've never sat. I'm usually over there if I'm a guest. Look, Jeff is all confused. What the hell's going on? He's walking. How do you feel over there? 
pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm ready. That's the Jeff seat. That's the Frank seat. That's going to be Alex's seat. What camera do I look at now? That one. Okay, now, look, I'm all confused. How does it feel with a real computer in front of you? I, I, <laughs> I have an actual computer. I don't know how this newfangled instrumental thing works. I know. I don't. I don't own a laptop. I don't. I bought this Amazon thing to look at the live comments because of their feud with Google, who owns it's not YouTube. not even here. I can't, it's not even here. It's up in my room. Thoughts? Probably sending it back. Maybe download a few movies for the trip. Uh, watch them yeah. and then take it back. There you go. But yeah, I mean, have fun with your dad. You know, you, you got the, the Jeff Parl seat, the Frank Nicotero seat there. It's also the Alex White seat. But it's very exciting. I, I can't wait to see you guys. But on Monday, we're back Monday. Who do we have Monday? Uh, oh, Bill Sindelar. My friend Bill Sindelar, comedian from Pittsburgh or from uh, from Cleveland, because the following Sunday is the Cleveland Browns versus Pittsburgh. So him and I are going to make a wager on the Cleveland Steelers game, and that's why we need to beat Green Bay this weekend. So Bill Sindelar will be here, and Chris Andrews will be back. Very good. And what will you guys wager? I don't know. We're other? thinking about it. Okay. I don't. And Bill does warm up for a lot of the big shows, the talk. He's got great stories. He's a great guy. Diehard Cleveland guy, man. You want to talk about me with Pittsburgh? He's the same way with. Uh, Whatever their basketball team, the Cavaliers and their baseball team, the the Guardians. I can't, I still can't say it. But anyway, thank you everybody for watching. We really appreciate you subscribing. We're the drive for six hundred is happening. Uh, that's that's huge. Let's get to six hundred. Oh, by the way, we haven't had the the five hundredth guy on the show yet. Not yet. We'll have to talk to him. We'll have to figure it out. Something to Tommy Green. That's who has said that he, he is claims to be the five hundredth. Tommy. But- when I get back, socials. we'll have you on the show. My thanks to Billy Gardell. My thanks to Chris Andrews. My thanks to Alex White. Also, behind the scenes, Sean and Jerry and Ryan, we're hopefully going to get a microphone and we got a GoPro we're going to set up. You're going to get to know them too, right? Maybe someday. <laughs> Jerry doesn't like it. All right, well, you got the Farley Parlay. Go ahead and hit it. Oh, what? one more thing. Also, a special thank you to all the veterans out there. Oh, Anybody thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, Ryan. For us. Veterans Day today and tomorrow. Both my grandfathers... Uh, Fought in World War II, uh, my uncle in Korea, uh, many relatives, and yeah, couldn't be a more special holiday. Really, if you see a vet, and there are a lot here at the South Point walking around, just go up and thank them. You think it's kind of corny or silly, but they really appreciate it. It really means a lot to them, and a lot with the hats and you know a lot of Vietnam vets I see around here. Make sure you stop and make their day and thank them, because it's very special what they did for this country, and uh, continue to do so. Thank you to the men and women of the Armed Forces. We will see you Monday. Thank you for watching Punchlines. That's Alex. I'm Frank. Lines live in Nevada. Every show.